and this is to a new RFM's Health and Wellbeing for our sponsor, Balance to Wellness.com.au. David Lomond, welcome along again. And anxiety. We're not feeling anxious, are we? We're not. Even though I raced to get here, we're not feeling anxious. Well, I'm not anyway. And I can vouch for that. He looks perfectly calm. So do we need to look at uh, what anxiety actually is? Well, it's it's a set of symptoms, really, uh, that people experience in their body. And the important thing in my mind is that people recognize that there's a cause for the symptoms. And if you try to treat anxiety by just medicating it or giving yourself a drug to help it go away or drinking alcohol or, you know, smoking marijuana or the other things that people do to help calm the anxiety in their body or even learning a technique which doesn't deal with the cause of the anxiety, you're only going to have part of a life. So the important thing from my perspective when I'm looking at this as both a naturopath and a hypnotherapist is to say there has to be a cause the cause can be known, it may not be known, yet there has to be a cause and it can be known. And the role of the practitioner is to help the person learn the skills to know what it is. So that may involve changes of diet, that may involve actually changes of supplements and getting the right supplements in, because it's been proven scientifically that if you restrict certain supplements in a person's diet, Uh, by specifically doing that, and these tests were carried out years ago, laboratory scientific tests which were proven, you can create anxiety in someone who is not normally anxious. So it's a created state anxiety because our normal state, as I said when we were doing the mental health uh, uh, situation for children and adults, um, adolescents, the, the normal state of a human being is not to be anxious. So therefore, if there is anxiety, it must be created in some way. And it can be created by a deficiency, or it can be created by an overload, or it can be created by the environment that a person lives in. And it's just a matter of peeling back the layers. People have heard often the story about the layers of the onion, and it's the layers of the onion which contain the truth that leads to the way we live our life. If we have been oppressed at some level or we've been scared at some level, then chances are we will build anxiety in our system if we didn't learn to control it then or deal with it then. So should we look at what sorts of things, what sorts of symptoms we have? Yeah, I think that's the starting point. So when I see a client who who says that they're anxious, when I give the case history and they mark anxiety as one of the major issues, I usually get them to list what they're anxious about or the symptoms of their anxiety. And there's 39 questions there. And sometimes the scores can be up around the 200 mark in total for those 39. But usually within a few weeks, it will go down under 20. Because we're dealing with the cause of the problem. We're not dealing specifically with the symptom of the problem. The symptom is just there as a measurement so that we can check and make sure that the treatment we're offering is actually working for that individual person. Therefore, it has to be geared towards that individual, not towards any other individual. So if a person thinks they're anxious, should they actually be looking at their symptoms and seeing if they really are anxious? 
Yeah, well, that, that, that I believe is the way to go because if you've got palpitations of the heart, for instance, which is one of the major symptoms people get with an anxious state, or if you get a feeling like you can't sit still or you can't turn your mind off, you can't turn your brain off, then what tends to happen is they focus on what they can't do, they focus on what is wrong, rather than asking themselves, how can I solve this dilemma, this challenge, this problem that I have? Where does it come from and what can I do to solve it? Which to me is the logical step. But when you're in an anxious state, you're not usually thinking in a logical way. On 2NURFM, this is our health and well-being program and naturopath David Lomond with us today. And uh, we do it for our sponsor, balancetowellness.com.au. It's 27 past 12 and you can be part of our program too. If you've got a question you'd like to put to David, give us a call on 49216216. Our topic today is anxiety. Now, um, David, what do you think should be looked at when people are anxious Well, want treatment for it? I've, I've treated a lot of people with anxiety and my colleagues have done the same. So... And the thing that we look for is where are the imbalances in the biochemistry as the number one treatment protocol? Because if you can assess if it is coming from a biochemical state, an actual physical state in the body, then you can resupply the nutrients and change the diet and get the person doing the things in the physical level that will help lessen the anxiety. And that usually takes care of about 50 to 60% of most people's anxiety just doing that alone. Because the neurotransmitters which feed the brain, and it's the brain which gets overloaded, which creates the anxiety, the neurotransmitters which feed the brain are made in the body from the vitamins and minerals that people take in their food or in supplementation. So we have to look there as the first key. And there's a number of keys, but that's the first key. And the first thing is to make sure that their biochemistry is becoming more balanced. In the RBTI analysis that I use, we look at the healing zone and we look at how we can get people closer to the healing zone and what needs to be done with their biochemistry to get them there. And as I say, that's probably 50% to 60% of a person's anxiety will go away with that protocol alone. Then, if there's things left over, we can pick those up and deal with those at the emotional level, which is the next step that we need to take. And all of this has been proven time and time again in scientific research. I mean, we were talking before about Pavlov's dogs, and that was a conditioned response creating anxiety in the dog. Where the anxiety was artificially created yeah. or intentionally created. It, it intentionally created. Now, when a person has anxiety, it's not that they mean to have anxiety, the anxiety is created out of their environment and the stressful situation they're living in. But the real truth is that they don't know how to handle their environment or what they're living in. So their body sets up the normal stress pattern that Hans Selyal discovered back in 1936 and worked with, which was about um, the flight or fight syndrome. And that is the basis of most anxiety that people have. But that was proven by him at that time too to be caused by nutrient deficiency. So it's nutrient deficiency which makes a big difference to people's lives. And then it's clearing up any emotional turmoil they may be in, 
with their intention to do so that makes the rest of the difference. So the dogs, going back to the dogs, they, Pavlov created the situation of anxiety in the dogs. Did he, was he able to get rid of the situation of anxiety? As I don't well? know that he ever tried. What they did in those days was they created a situation, examined it scientifically, but I don't know whether they actually tried to get rid of it again. And it would take time. It's like if there's a, if there's a hurt dog, that dog is always going to react to humans differently than what they normally would. Your calls are very welcome, 49216216, and Kevin's rung in from Rayworth. You've got a question for David? Hello, Kevin. Yes. How are you going? Yeah, good. Question. Sure. Um, I'm an ex-veteran, um, suffer from post-traumatic stress, and anxiety is my main issue. Yes. Um, what you are saying is confusing me. Yes. Uh, because if you're going down this road of being able to cure anxiety, why isn't all the medical help I'm getting through to Veteran Affairs doing the same thing? Because I'm they don't... Uh, Kevin, they don't do the same thing I do. Okay, then. The, the difference is they're not trained in hypnotherapy and they're not trained in nutrition. And I'm sorry, but that, that's basically the truth. If you're off, if somebody sat you down and said your diet can create a, a load of anxiety in you and then they changed your diet and some of that anxiety went away, you would think that that was a good thing and that's what I do with people and that's what naturopaths do with people. However, it's not what most doctors do with people. We, we're coming at it from a different angle if you understand that. There are different ways, obviously, of lots yeah. of different therapies. And, and mostly, mostly what you'll be getting is medication and cognitive therapy. Is that correct? Well, I'm off medication. I've been off it for a long, long time. Okay. Um, and they're aware of that um, because it was um, holding me on a constant plane, neither happy nor sad, if yes. you can make sense of that. Absolutely. And, and in my relationship... Um, with my then wife, um, she said one of two things: you either get off that, or I'm going. You know, yes. And and, and I could understand that, and I believe I am better by being off it. Um, but um, I know I know I'm not better because my anxiety is it's a bit scary. <laughs> yeah, because there's ups and downs with it. Because well, you go back into the old stages of where you've been, if you like. And there's no answers for you there because nobody's taught you the skills yet of what you can do to overcome that situation. So and, and what I'm about and what naturopaths are trying to do is actually teach people the skills of how to overcome these situations. Turn your RFM's health and well-being for our sponsor, balancedwellness.com.au, 25 to 1. And we're talking about anxiety today. And David Lomond, now supposing I'm an anxious person, how should I start to deal with this? Well, my belief is there's some steps to take. And the first step is to start with an intention that you want to overcome the anxiety, you want to get to the cause of it, and you will do whatever it takes to do that. Then find an experienced practitioner someone who you know has been successful with anxiety or someone you believe may be successful with anxiety and 
work with that person and follow the directions you are given, providing you feel safe in that environment. And it's different for everyone what we feel is safety. You, you ought to notice a difference in the anxiety level within four to six weeks of starting any treatment. And the anxiety level that you notice as it diminishes, you will notice a renewed feeling of energy in the body, an uplifted feeling, not an exhilarated over-the-top feeling, an uplifted feeling, a stability, a balance in the body. And that will be brought about usually by a change of diet and it will be brought about by the right supplementation for, for your individual body. Then, once that balance is achieved, you'll usually have got rid of about 50% of the anxiety that's there. Then you can start and start to deal with the emotional issues which may be behind the anxiety in the first place. Now, sometimes those emotional issues go back to the womb. They go back to nutritional deficiencies or trauma that your mother may have had in her environment when you were actually being carried in the womb. So it's important not to restrict yourself on anything. And it's important to look at every facet of your life and say, I wonder if that has been a causative factor in the anxiety I am now feeling, even though it may have happened 20 or 30 years ago. Because our life will bring up to us all the circumstances that have created the anxiety. And if we stop and if we can consider how we can do it, we can learn to relax, we can learn to be calm, and we can learn to switch our brain off or down a little so that we don't feel the symptoms of the anxiety in the old way anymore. And that means we can free up our life. So the first step to me is start with the intention to get to the bottom of what's causing the problems. Yes, and is that a difficult thing for people to do? It is if they're afraid of going there. You know, one of the things I hear, now I'm too afraid to go there, I'm too afraid to do this, or I'm too afraid to do that, because the anxiety has conditioned us not to look at these different things. When someone comes in and they say, I am willing to do whatever it takes, and that gives the practitioner the opportunity to be able to display a range of techniques and skills that they can then teach the person. So if, if somebody has anxiety and we can teach you how to get to the cause of the problems, then you can take on the challenge of your life yourself and you don't need therapists after a while because you're in control. And that's my whole thing with education is to put each individual back in control of their life so that they can judge what is best for them and not have to be running to therapists all the time. Thank you, David Lomman. You're very welcome. Uh, health and well-being for today, and you'll be back next Tuesday.